Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Todd Duncan Coaching, Coaching Live. Good morning, everyone. We're so excited to be here today with you. Today, I have with me a very, very special guest. I have one of our coaching members with us, Emily Carroll Ingram. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. And I have her Todd Duncan coach with her, Suzanne Voter. Good morning, Miss Suzanne. Good morning. How are you guys today? Fantastic. Really great. Really great. So happy to have you on board. So just as an just as an introduction, you know, we bring we bring coaching live every Wednesday morning with the intention to you know, create, maybe give you an idea for your business, something you can implement into your business, maybe an inspiration to implement something that you've been thinking about incorporating into your business, but just haven't done yet. So that's why we're bringing it to you every Wednesday morning. We hope that it's meaningful for you. We hope that it's a impact for you. And I know that you're going to enter, enter you're going to love meeting Emily this morning. So we as we get started off, so Suzanne, as, as Emily's coach, Can you talk to us a little bit about Emily and tell us a little bit about her professional background? Oh, yes. Emily is a superstar. So we've been working together. I think we're going on our third year. And what I really love about Emily is she's not afraid to take on new ideas, new tasks, and new um, ways of of doing her business. She Mm -hmm. just goes full force. She implements. And that's the key. she, She comes up with great ideas. We come up with great ideas together. But she actually implements them and makes them work for herself and her team. She started out by herself. She started out you know, worried that she wasn't gonna be able to close enough loans every month to now having this fantastic team, hiring another loan officer. She has another new assistant she just hired recently. And um, I just love talking to her every week. She's upbeat. She comes to me with ideas. She works her network. She works her business. And there's a few things that when we get into this interview, I'll tell you that that she does differently than anyone else. And it's made a huge impact on her business. She's a superstar. So tell me a little bit about her production. Well, Emily, let's see. In 2020, Emily's production for the year was 110 transactions. She closed over $31 million. Prior to that year, I don't have that number, Emily, but I remember meeting you in Newport Beach at Masterclass and you honestly, you were worried about just closing six loans a month. That was it. And we got started, and I think I don't remember if that was 19, 2019 or 2018, but we got started then, and you just took the bull by the horns and ran with it. And look what you did so in 2020. Good job. 2021, so far, first quarter, her year-to-date production is 31 transactions for $8.88 million. Fantastic. Great first quarter. Yeah, great first quarter. She's done extremely well. And she's in a really tough market. She's in a small market. Yes. um, Not a lot of homes, but there are a lot of buyers. And to gain that market share, to be able to do that many transactions in that area is phenomenal. And she'll go into how she's done it and what she's done to make it happen. And again, she doesn't take no for an answer. She is a true resource for her community, and she makes sure that she gives the information needed for everyone in her community to be successful. Yeah, and it's just it just it's just proof and validation that you could be successful in any market. That you're you make your market. The market doesn't make you. 
right? So, um, so Emily, you have quite a history with Todd Duncan High Trust. Could talk to us a little bit about your first experience, and you know, and what and what you've come, how how this has brought you along in your career. Sure. So, I first attended um, Sales Mastery in San Diego in 2018, and um, that was just an amazing experience to be surrounded by so many loan originators. Everybody. You know, was interested in working on their business and being the best they could possibly be. And um, and that's where I was really introduced to the idea of Todd Duncan coaching. Um, I didn't sign up at Sales Mastery. Um, I was a little skeptical. Okay. But, um, I did sign up <laughs> shortly thereafter. Um, I attended Masterclass in 2019, went back to Sales Mastery um, again that year, and um, and I've been a Todd Duncan coaching client for two and a half years, like Suzanne said. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, thank you for being the very best part of Todd Duncan coaching. We absolutely love that. So, you know, you, you talked a little bit a minute ago about the experience of coming to Sales Mastery and being surrounded, and it is a community, and it is you know, a community of like-minded individuals who are looking to make a difference, make an impact, be the best version of themselves. So, you know, we really, we want to, I guess, congratulate you and acknowledge you for, you know, being as hesitant to get into coaching, you know, because I think a lot of people don't really fully understand what coaching is. And so they have a lot of hesitancies only because it's a little bit of an unknown. So what was your hesitancy and, or maybe talk to us a little bit about, what you feel as though the biggest myth was about coaching. Yeah, it just sounded too good to be true, Hope. I, I thought, you know, all you hear, all you hear are these wonderful stories. Like nobody came on stage and said, Yeah, I tried it and it didn't work. And so I actually I actually went back to my hotel room every night and I would scour the internet looking for anything negative that anybody in the entire world had to say about Todd Duncan coaching. And I couldn't find anything. And so I thought, well, either it works or Todd has a team of like internet scrubbers who just go and scrub (laughs) anything negative that anyone says about him away from the internet. I'm still not exactly sure which, which, which is true, but it totally worked for me. Um, Like Suzanne said, I mean, I was just, I felt like I was kind of stuck in a nut, in a rut. I had been in the industry for a while, but I was just stuck closing about three loans a month, which was you know, a pretty good living, but I just felt like I could do so much more. And I, I have a, more than tripled my production. Oh, that's, that is awesome. And thank you so much for sharing that. You know, that is, that is actually beautiful. You had, you made me laugh because it's sometimes when people are on stage at mastery there, you know, it, 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 they, a lot of people kind of feel that, well, it's, it's great for them, but it won't work for me. Right. You know, and mm-hmm. or, you know, that won't be me or are there people in, in the room that are saying one of these days I will be on stage. You know, so there's mm-hmm. two different experiences that people have, you know, at mastery. Um, but it does work and it works every time. And you know, so thank you so yeah, much for engaging. Your, go ahead, honey. And that's funny that you said that, Hope, because I don't even know if Suzanne knows this. But after 
after sales mastery in 2019, I uh-huh. actually came uh-huh. home and I wrote down my future interview with Todd on stage at Sales Mastery. <laughs> Someday that's going to be me up there. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, you're on your way. Oh, yeah. uh, um, so let's kind of shift a little bit. I have heard nothing but amazing things about your team, and you know, and the development of how you grew, how you grew it, the people that you chose, how you developed them. So, Emily, talk to us a little bit about your team. Can you unpack and introduce us to your team a little bit? Sure. So the first person I hired was David. Um, he he was my first loan officer assistant. Um, that was one of the first things um, Suzanne suggested when I started in coaching. She said, "It's it's you've got to get an assistant." So I hired David. He has no he had no mortgage experience at all. His background was in marketing and social media. So he really has um, three roles. He is my email and calendar wrangler. He manages, he does all the, um, all of our social media, and he also does all of the marketing to my database, which is a pretty big task. We send out um, 13 email newsletters a year, both to our realtors and to everyone in our database. We send quarterly mailers to our, um, um, most of our closed loans, A+, plus. Um, Realtors, referral sources. Um, we send just closed postcards. We do text. Ma- I mean, it's we all of our closed loans we touch like twenty two times a year. So that's a pretty big. Um, that's a pretty big big job that he has. Okay. Um, and then so, wait, stop you for just one second, honey. You said that David didn't have any experience in the business. What was your onboarding process for him? How did you get him, you know, in, engaged and and familiar with your world? Well, really, um, you know, most of his training was just around how to use the database, um, how to, you know, not get us, um, you know, sued by the um, CFPB. Um, that kind of thing. He doesn't really have to know a whole lot about mortgages. I provide most of the content. You know, okay. he, he, so um, he just he just posts it. He facilitates and you know and he delivers and that type of thing. And okay, terrific. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so next is wait. Can I add something? Yes, please. Did you hear her say that he takes care of her email and calendar? Yeah. Yep. We all have the hardest time giving up the email. I mean, it's, it's an addiction to yes. be on our email constantly. Emily doesn't do that. Yeah. And because of that, her production has soared. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, Suzanne, thank you for bringing that up and making that a point because you're right. So many of our coaching members do go through that transition, but boy, when they do the, the, you know, the universe opens up for them when they actually do walk away from it and step away from it. And, you know, and, and when, when you suggest it, Suzanne, and you might, you probably will be able to agree with me when you first suggest it, they go, oh yeah, no, I don't know if I can do that. Emily was completely opposite. We talked about that in Newport Beach and she said, oh yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> well, it's so freeing. Talk about the reasons why it absolutely, you know, it happens. Yeah, it's so freeing. I mean, I know like at Sales Mastery during the breaks, you watch everybody walk out and they're all doing this. <laughs> and on my breaks, I get to walk out and meet people and network and talk yeah. to people. It's, I love it. That's fantastic. Great. Well, okay. So who is next on your team? Um, the next person was Michael. 
Uh, Michael just celebrated um, just yesterday, I think, his one-year anniversary with the company. Um, so I hired him as a junior loan officer last year. Once all these refinances started rolling in, um, I just really needed help. He had a little bit of mortgage experience, but in a different way. Um, he work, has a background working for housing nonprofits. Mm -hmm. doing a foreclosure mediation and layered down payment assistance programs, which are extremely complicated. And so um, I actually, I'm on um, our local Habitat for Humanity board and I filched him off my Habitat board. You go, so, girl. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does all, he's so all year long, he has been doing most of my refinances so that I could focus almost 100% on purchases. That's, oh, I love that. It's fantastic. Well done. I'll, you know, I'll bet that that really made a difference in your business last year. And I'm sure that it's making a big difference in your business this year with the refinance business kind of going down. Yeah. Oh, it's been huge. And it was just such a great thing to be able to go to all my referral sources and say, because, you know, a lot of the other lenders were so busy with refinances. They, they didn't have, didn't have time to do anything. Sure. And I could go to them and say, I'm not, I, I can focus on your purchase business because I've got somebody else doing all those refis. Wow, that's beautiful. So you're actually, you know, serving your clients, your client base, right? With one of the promises that we make to them is that you will be their lender for life. So you're servicing everyone. Everybody's purchasing a new home and or looking to, you know, improve their position on their current mortgage. Yes? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Definitely. Okay, so who's next? Uh, next is Liz. Liz is my transaction coordinator. I brought her on about the same time that I brought on Michael. We just needed somebody that could um, really handle just the mundane stuff. We call Liz the paperwork pundit. Her job <laughs> is collecting paperwork, um, sending disclosures, making sure those disclosures get signed promptly. Um, she looks out for lock expirations, things like that. But it's just amazing to have around because when we're closing 10 loans a month, we don't have time to, to pound people for bank statements or track down tax returns. And so she does all of that. It's, it's great. That's fantastic. I love that. And I love the little, when you sent me your little outline of your team, I love how you gave them little names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's terrific. So I'm, um, and, and there's is any, is there anyone else on your team? Yeah, I just hired an, another loan officer, Catherine. She just started. Um, this is her third week. She's not even fully licensed yet. Um, she also has no mortgage experience. Um, years ago, she held a real estate license. Um, okay. She worked for a high-end custom home builder. So she does a little bit of the lingo, mm -hmm. but she is just a go-getter. She's going to be awesome. She's highly motivated, um, just really hitting the ground running as much as she can um, before being 100% licensed. All right. That's fantastic. I love that. And it's really interesting. So what is your criteria? I mean, you've hired a lot of people that don't have a lot of experience in the industry, which, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us in the industry are, are moving in, in that direction. What is your criteria for hiring the right person? Well, I'm really hiring for, for, um, for personality and for um, those skills that you, I mean, I can train somebody how to do mortgages, uh -huh. Um, but I can't train somebody to be motivated, to be smart, to be eager to learn, 
Um, so that's really what, you know, I'm, I'm really hiring for kind of those soft skills. Um, uh-huh. As a Todd Dun- Duncan coaching client, I was also able to run a DISC profile on everyone. So that was really, really helpful to make sure um, that they're a really good fit for my team. Yes, and she knows how to play to the strengths of the people on her team by doing the DISC and learning what their um, what their processes are and who they are and if they're a people person or if they're a paper person and if they um, really will contribute to marketing or more to just production. And that's, you know, you've got to fit the person for the position. I think hope froze. So tell me, you know, one of the, the biggest highlights of going through the DISC profile, Emily, with one of your, your people, what was the most shocking thing you found out? Or did you find out that, oh my gosh, I really put these people in the right position? Because you weren't a um, master coaching client until just recently. You were still right. just a producer and you didn't have the DISC profile availability. Yeah, I think it was just interesting, like how different we all are. Um, you know, um, Liz and I tend to have a little bit of the same personality. We're a lot more high energy, you know, high I, high D. Um, whereas like David is in the perfect role. David is, um, very much not a people person, which we kind we, you know, we kind of knew he's great at his job and, and great in his role. Um, Michael, we have to, Michael is very much um, just kind of goes along with the flow. So we really have to encourage him to be a little bit more assertive and don't let clients or customers like push him around. And so it's kind of interesting how, how different we all are yet. We all work really, really, really well together. And the discipline really lays out how to motivate someone, how to talk to them, how they need to be heard in order to do what they need to do to be the most successful. Because you were worried about Michael being um, good at his job and taking care of people and getting back to people and, you know, being motivated to get the paperwork necessary to close the loan. But by Mm -hmm. knowing his personality profile and what his strengths and weaknesses are, you've really been able to play into that and motivate him in a different way. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's really cool. So I know um, when Cope comes back, I know her next question is going to be, you know, what was the biggest challenges you and I have come together to solve? What do you think would be one of the biggest challenges for you that coaching has helped you solve? Um, I think, you know, just having enough time in the day to to get everything done. I mean, I think that's probably one of the um, most challenging aspects of this job for any loan originator is, you know, you've, you've got to go out there and do all the marketing and the, the prospecting and bring in the business, but then you can't ignore the business when, um, when it comes in, you've also got to babysit those loans and, um, and make sure they get closed. So, you know, there's all, there's that balancing act of, uh, working on your business and working in your business. Um, and that's something that, that has been great about building a team, um, is that I can, really out, you know, delegate a lot of that um, so that I can focus on the things that I do, that I do best. So I think we also balance in your life and that includes personal, having time for yourself. You know, when we first started talking, you were working seven days a week. Has that changed? (laughs) Has that improved? Yeah, it has changed. I I slid back a little bit last year um, because we, you know, 
yeah, we, I, I think a lot of us did in this industry. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely down to at least six days a week. I always take one day off and Sundays I only work a few hours and usually Friday afternoons I take off as well. So and that's one reason we hired Liz, correct? Or Catherine? Yeah. Yeah. To help her. Exactly. Yeah. For her to yeah, help. We, and that'll help too with three loan officers on the team. We'll really be able to provide like coverage on the weekends if people need pre-approval letters or um, we have borrowers making offers. Um, we can have someone um, providing that that service on the weekends while the other two are able to take a weekend off. Let's talk and about maybe that. even like turn off our phones. Right. Please. We talked about that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about your market, knowing that it's so small and how you gained such a huge share of the market as the mortgage professional that people call first. So I know one of the things that you've done that I just think is wonderful is your same as cash letter. When mm -hmm. um, someone's making an offer, and we all know offers are really hard these days. There's more than one offer on one house. I had one recently, there were 17 offers on one house. So how is the letter working for you and why did you decide to use it? And what else do you use to potentially get into um, being that that offer that it's that's accepted with a loan on it? Yeah, I've just really tried really, really hard over the last, um, you know, eight or 10 years to position myself as a subject matter expert. So I live in um, Fort Townsend, Washington, which is a small town. We have a population of 10,000 people and we're out on the Olympic Peninsula, which is about two hours northwest of um, Seattle. So it's a very rural area. It's it's very, very beautiful Um but we're we're kind of a tourist destination, a retirement destination. So it is a very, very unique market. I moved here almost 18 years ago from Atlanta. And um, the first thing I did before I even started started working for a mortgage company, I sat down with realtors and asked them questions like, what do you think my biggest challenges will be? And um, who would you work for? And what advice do you have for me? And I was told by several realtors, you will never work in this town because <laughs> we do people, we do business with people that we know. And I refer my business to this loan officer over here. I've known her for 25 years. Our kids go to school together. Our families go camping together every year. Like I, I will never refer business to you. And so it was really hard to break into this market and convince people that I actually know what I'm doing. Well, now after 18 years, they I'm I'm the expert. <laughs> Most of those people who said that are long gone. And yeah. um, and um, well, Emily, I have to ask you a question. And I apologize to everyone. I got dropped off. Our internet is a little wacky here at the offices, so I do apologize. But so, question for you: When you were meeting with these real estate agents, were you doing the high trust interview? What was your approach? How did you how did you start to build those relationships? Yeah, no, I had no idea what what high trust even was at that time. I mean, okay. that was yeah, that was a I was still just a baby loan officer. I didn't okay. have <laughs> I, I didn't have a mentor. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, so I just you know kind of had to figure it out as I went along. But don't and, um, you started really increasing your business once you started coaching and using that high trust interview? Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because I was able to go in, you know 
really connect with my realtors and really find out like what their motivation is Mm -hmm. and what their fears are and what their needs are. Yeah. Um, that was really, um, really a turning point for me. I wanted to ask you a question. Um, one of the things that we have our coaching members do is when, when they come into coaching and we start talking about the high trust interview and doing it with their partners and, and, with, and the first one that you need to do is, is are the agents that you already have a relationship with. So your comment just now that you mentioned about going back and having that self-conversation with the agents that you already had referral partner relationships with to deepen those relationships is phenomenal. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, that was... That was pretty easy with my my realtors that I have good. I mean, I I'm we have a, a such a small community. Like the referral partners that I'm really close to, like we're really close. Like okay. I go to their houses for dinner. They come to my you know come to my okay. house for parties and yeah. So that was a pretty easy. But it is you know it is interesting. Um, it certainly was interesting to learn like one referral partner that I really wanted to work with. I learned that um, he really didn't want to be a realtor. He really wanted to um, uh, transition into managing his own rental properties so that he could spend more time with his family. And um, in fact, he's not a realtor anymore. So, um, (laughs) you know, that's really good information to have because I don't want to spend a bunch of time targeting a realtor who's, who's, desire is to get out of the business. Right. Yes. That's fantastic. So let me ask you a question, Emily. You know, I was thinking before we got, I got caught off, you were talking about your team. You were told us that you had come into, you know, introduced to, you know, Todd Duncan and high trust selling and the methodology about three years ago. Um, And I'm the interesting thing that I kept thinking about is, did you see yourself when you were at Sales Mastery saying, you know, two and a half years later that you have this amazing team, you know, this level of production that you, you know, it, it, I, I, I saw somewhere in your notes that you said, Suzanne made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, we have a little effect on our coaching clients, don't we? <laughs> I mean, I guess that was like always my, um, my long-term goal to, to have a team Um, to be able to really kind of step back and let my team um, take care of kind of the day-to-day activities. But I just didn't know how to get there. I just didn't know how to take that first step. And so, you know, having, I know when, when Suzanne said, oh, it's time for you to hire an assistant, my first response was, well, I, I can't. Like my, the company that I work for, they will allow us to have assistance, but I didn't have the, you have to have a certain production. Okay. And I was nowhere close to having the level of production that they require to be able to have an assistant. And Suzanne said, try anyway. So I called my boss, told him I wanted an assistant. He said, write up a business plan and we'll send it to his boss. And we did. And he said, yes. So it was, it was just that kind of, it's the, the gentle nudging that Suzanne has given. <laughs> also, Suzanne made me do it. Yeah, having somebody in your corner. So, um, Suzanne, uh, exactly. So, Suzanne, as um, Emily's coach, what would you say was one of the one of the biggest challenges and or the biggest win? 
Well, the biggest challenge was, you know, giving her the time that she needed to go build those relationships to be the number one lender in her community. The biggest win is that's who she is now. She's a trusted source. She also offers other things to her referral partners, including CE classes. She's accredited to give CE classes. What I thought was really cool in the beginning of you know last year when they were just desperate for um, listings, she put together a mastermind group of many different organization types, real estate. I think you had an insurance company, you had a builder to mm-hmm. sit down and all talk about, okay, not in person. Um, I'll talk about (laughs) what can we do to increase the listings in our community to help everybody stay in business. So that was her. That was Emily (laughs) doing that, putting all of that together, bringing these people together. And they walked out of there from what I remember, just, you know, excited to have the knowledge from other industries on how they're doing things to build their listings in their market. Yeah. And I think that that was something that's priceless, Suzanne. I think that's something that I think um, as as mortgage originators, we sometimes forget that our agent partners are having as many struggles, if not more. You know, and sometimes, you know, Emily, you're you're a true leader, you know, so you came in and you, you know, you brought this information to them and they engaged and embraced it. So that's wonderful. You know, and I love that. So you're I love that you do CE classes. How often do you do them? So our goal is to do them once a quarter. Okay. Um, yeah, there it's it's a, a huge job to put to to write the classes and and put them on, um, but it's it's so much fun. I just yeah. I really really enjoy it. Okay, terrific. So we've come up to the end of our time. I can't believe we've already come up to our end of time. No, and when we before we started, Emily, you told me you could talk about your business for hours, and I wish we could for the next two, several hours to have this conversation. So I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball, and um, and ask you to finish this sentence. Okay, you ready? Sure. <laughs> so the key to success in coaching is. I. I would say just getting back to basics. I mean, a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, what I have had, you know, it's just making those calls to your referral partners and writing your thank you notes, which I'm not as great at doing as Suzanne would like. And, um, you know, following up with your, um, your pre-approvals. And I I mean, that's all it takes. This, this business isn't rocket science. It's just, doing the footwork and, and doing the things that we know those engaging in those tasks that we all know we have to do on a regular basis. I love that. Absolutely. <clears throat> so Suzanne, you are a, an industry leader. You have had a more, a very, very successful mortgage business of your own over the last 25, 30 years. Um, you're one of the Todd Duncan coaches um, for going on three years now. And um, so I just want to say, what would you, how would you complete this sentence? The key to greatness is implementation. Implementation. Talk to us a little bit about that. Coming up with goals and ideas and actually doing it. You know, lots of us have great ideas. Yes. And we have too many ideas. Well, chunking them down and coaching does that. We have a specific system that we work with the 14 laws of high trust mm-hmm. uh, to, to build our business, to build our lives. To live by and to focus on what's necessary in a step-by-step process. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Implementation, that is so key. You know, we, I, whenever someone calls into our, you know, into Todd Duncan Coaching and gets a free coaching consultation, which, by the way, if you're not in Todd Duncan Coaching, get a free coaching consultation. I highly encourage you to call in and speak to one of our consultants. But that's one of the questions. I'll say, what is the key to success in coaching? And it's just what the two of you said. It's, you know, implementation, engagement, and commitment. That's it. You know, if you're willing to do those things, which Emily, clearly you have done, um, you know, the sky's the limit. So congratulations to you on your success. Yeah. um, Thank you both for being on Coaching Live with us. And um, for everyone else, have an amazing week. Implement something that Emily shared with you today, at least one thing, and uh, and share with us on Facebook group. All right. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thanks, Thanks, Emily. Nice to see you. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.